0: folks, and welcome to another Saturday morning flange. I'm Matt, hopefully for the last time it's just me, um, doing this on an actual Saturday. A Saturday where I'm pretty busy, but I uh, <clears throat> had the time that night. It was supposed to be a game night, and signals got crossed. I was supposed to, my, uh, supposed to remind my buddy that tonight was the night. He was going to tell me that he couldn't do it. I set up, I waited like a little lost doggy by the window, waiting for my gaming group, and they never came. And then I text him, and we exchanged apologies and left it at that. So now, no game group. i um, really bummed because I don't get to play games that much. So when I do have a game night, it's my one lifeline to the outside world. Unfortunately, unfortunately, this one couldn't make it. So, oh, well. So we'll we go for next week. We, we're shooting for next week now. <clears throat> Still doesn't mean that uh, everything I suffered through this week was for was for good it was not I was looking forward to this one day I get one day a week sometimes two that I look forward to I'm um, <clears throat> a little spoiled because I did get to play some TI4 earlier <clears throat> today with some people so I guess it serves me right <clears throat> can't have can't have everything but uh, it was a bonus one had to watch all the kids that was a woo that was a rough one that was a rough one. The big girls were zero help and usually they're helpful but this time they did not want to help at all. So that was that made for things to be a little messy. And uh, then I thought, well, you know what? Let's do one more, one more. And because uh, Benjamin should, he should be back from this is his last week. I believe in Baton Rouge or New Orleans. I can't remember. I think they're in Baton Rouge, but they could be in New Orleans filming. Filming his. uh his next movie. And I can't wait to hear all about that. We're going to hear all about Benjamin's stuff over the next month. (laughs) I bet he has so much to talk about. And I can't wait to see him. Um, Lots of things to ask him and stuff. So here we go. I am going over uh, top five things that made me feel cool. Now, I don't know. I'm not doing top five. I'm just doing five things. I cannot. I thought, can I rank these? And I really tried to do it. But Man, I felt cool with all of these. I will try my best to rank as best I can. on, One, two. Oh, gosh. What made me feel cooler? Three. Uh, I need four and five. Uh, mm-hmm. Man, it's got to be that one. Okay. So maybe I can rank these. Maybe I can make sure. Yeah. Okay. I think I can rank these. Now, of course... A lot of these is what you're wearing, right? What you have on you at the time. And uh, through the years, fads come and go as we, um, hairdos, clothing styles, you know, stuff like that can really uh, change things up. This was one of them that uh, these were five things that I just felt super cool on, okay? I don't know if I can, I'm just going with one. I'm just going with one topic today. Don't even know if I can do a full 30 minutes, but let's go. All right. So number five, I am going to rank these. Acid wash jeans. Holy cow. Back in the day, the little acid wash jeans where they were kind of white with little spots, speckles of blue in them. You better believe that I was happy wearing those acid wash jeans. I remember I only had my mom or was it stone wash? Well, I don't remember. Anyway. Whatever it was, with a little, it was mainly white with a little bit of blue. The blue had been kind of seeped out of it. And my mom refused to buy those. It's like, it like buying worn jeans. But they looked just so, I thought they looked so cool. And, you know, all the cool kids on the videos and the TV had them. And for my birthday, I think it was my 13th birthday, actually. I remember my grandmother bought me uh, any clothes I wanted. I got my own shirt which I remember it was a button-up shirt, <laughs> button-up shirt, but it was uh, white and silver stripes with these like silver, they, they were silver color. They were just regular plastic buttons, but silver buttons. Boy, oh boy. Now that probably looked hideous, but I loved it. I love that shirt and I wore it a lot. My acid wash jeans. I got my acid wash. Je- I loved them. They were super cool. I only wore them once a week on Saturdays or whatnot. I wear them now. Mom couldn't say anything because my grandmother bought them for me, so in that case, she couldn't say anything. I, I got to wear them, and I strutted around in those things so much. But the next year, the next year, like I, I think we moved. We moved. We moved. And uh, so I was in, um, I was in uh, uh, Louisiana at that point when we got in back. And I didn't wear them as much for whatever reason. I can't remember what the reason was, but for whatever reason, I, I couldn't. I, I didn't wear them that much. And eventually, I I did a growth spurt and grew out of them. I was crushed. I was crushed when I when I moved out of. I mean, grew up, grew up out of them. I was like. No, you know, cuz I really 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 wanted to wear those more, but I sparingly wore them. It's like you're no, I only wear these on especial <laughs> special um um occasions, you know. You don't you don't wear this on just any old day, you know, on a nice day. And cuz I didn't want them to get worn out, but I didn't get to wear them as much, and very quickly I grew out of them with a growth spurt like the next whatever over the winter or whatever crushed crushed you know that i couldn't wear them that much so you know if you don't get to what's that story from uh macaulay colton says in home alone you know he had these great skates he didn't want to wear them but then he grew out of them so he never really got to wear them at all that's how i feel about those ashes washed jeans matt why didn't you buy more of them the fad moved on <laughs> the fad moved on okay so um um i'm I'm up in the air in this next one but i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with this one because i know i was real proud of this one and any any kid of the 90s any kid of the 90s you probably knew this thing. in the 90s hot pink was the only time you would wear pink and consider yourself cool as a guy you know i had a i remember i was 13 years old or whatever i had a hot pink shirt and we were hanging out at the mall and i had those little and this didn't make me feel cool until someone said you know dang, man, I love your, I love, uh, yeah, I I love your outfit. And I had the, the black shorts with all the, you know, the weird tribal signs that were different neon colors. And then I had a neon hot pink shirt. And he's like, dang, man, he's awesome. I say, thanks. Yeah. And he goes, this guy can hang with me because he looks awesome. I was like, yeah, I look awesome. Now, that did make me feel cool. But that wasn't the number one thing. I'm going, I'm getting to neon because the coolest thing, <laughs> cooler than hot pink, <laughs> was neon green. Oh, my Lanta. If you had the neon green, then you were one mean machine. And neon green, I had neon green batting gloves. I had neon green um, hats, I want to say, uh, uh no, uh, oh, gloves, gloves, gloves. I got, I got batting gloves that were neon green. Everything I wanted was neon green. And oh boy, howdy, was I just super excited about it. And so, uh, I, I love my neon green stuff. Absolutely loved it. And the best neon green thing was my bike. <laughs> I had a neon green bike. Now this bike, you know, 10 speed, whatever, whatever speed it was. I don't know. Um, but it had probably three levels you cranked with the handlebar. Probably didn't work at all. Well, you know, they made you push harder, I guess. I don't know. Uh, made the chains tighter or whatnot. But it had a neon, it was neon green in the uh in, inland inside of the wheels rim, rims of the wheels. It had a green water bottle that you could, you know, unplug and squirt in your mouth while you're driving a, a green water bottle, and then a green pouch. And like the little it looked like a you know so, you know a spider web and the little cro- crossbars, but it had a green pouch. It wasn't mesh, it was, you know, solid. So I could load everything in there, whatever I needed, you know, food, whatever snacks, money, wallet, and uh, put my water bottle in there. My water bottle would carry Gatorade or something, you know, uh, sometimes water, but you could just pour it out and screw you could always have something to drink, and you were biking around. And that was like my favorite thing. And I felt super cool on that bike. No joke. Uh, a year, a year that we lived there, they got stolen one winter. And It was a weird time when they got stolen, too. My dad had company uh, till two or three in the morning. It was an old friend of his and they stayed up till like three in the morning. So before they finally, everyone finally went to bed. We didn't. We were already in bed. Now, the reason why it's so awesome, wow, is the light shines out into the driveway and there, there's windows right there. So they would have seen one or two people walking back there, especially with bikes. You know, they're walking right by the windows and there's no other way to get down the driveway. I mean, if they went behind the second neighbor's yard and came up from the behind, but see, there's a fence behind the backyard so they couldn't come through there. Um, So they they obviously just went down the driveway and then biked out the driveway. But it was after three and before six, my mom got up at six and my mom got into the, uh, she went out to the, um uh fridge we have we had two fridges we still have two fridges at our house one is an outside fridge Yes, mom keeps food in the outside fridge that anyone can take. <laughs> anyone could come down. and t- I guess you don't, because the outside fridge is a little rusted. I guess you think it's just an old fridge, like it doesn't work. But it is a working fridge, and mom keeps extra food in that extra fridge. So mom went out to get some uh, get some food out of the extra fridge and noticed that our bikes were missing. And she thought that we, me and my brother, got up early and went biking somewhere. And so she was like, why are they biking this early? Why are they? And, you know, how long have my kids been gone? Did they leave overnight? You know, she thought we kind of, you know, maybe took off one in the middle of the night. So she ran upstairs and saw us and went, hey. And we were like, yeah, what? You know, we we're kind of waking up. She went, where's your bikes? And I went, they're in the garage. She went, no, they're not. Did someone take them? And I was like, wait, what? And so our bikes got stolen. Now, the police did nothing about this. And dad was shocked because he said they were up till 3 a.m. Uh, chit-chatting. So he doesn't, no one knows what happened to the bikes. So really crazy stuff. Um, but, uh, the bike got stolen. I missed it. I remember I would dream. I would dream about this neon bike and in my dreams, I mean, for like several weeks, I would dream maybe a whole year after the bike was gone. And I I knew I'd be biking, having the best time of my life, like Pee Wee's big adventure. I was having the best time of my life on my bike. And then I realized, oh no, this is a dream. And I don't know, you know, in dreams, things don't make sense, but you do you think they do? So I held on to my bike as hard as I could. I said, maybe when I wake up, I can bring my bike with me. I remember exactly thinking about that. I'd hold on to the bike and kind of whimper a little bit like, please, please, please let this work. Please let me have my bike in the real world. And my bike never came back. And we never got it again. The next bikes we had, uh, dad got us locks for them. So we locked them uh to uh what did we lock them to oh oh, oh the little um um one of the little um out, outcropping pipes in the house which that would have been dangerous too i guess if they pulled off the bike. but you know we after we locked them they you know no one stole them but uh oh man oh man it was just it was just so sad losing that first neon bike we had never been we were from small city forest mississippi not that this is a big town that i live in now but this town is what we, what we found out later on is super high in crime. It's still high in crime. It used to be the highest per capita in the nation. Yay, us. But now we're not. Now we're not. We're in the top 10. <laughs> and to be fair, I'm not part of that town anymore. I'm in the town next over, and crime is greatly reduced here. In fact, there's never been, I, I, from the neighbors, There's this neighborhood got created, this little cul-de-sac. I live in a little uh, loop. And you forget, you don't see it because it's in a, it's right outside, it's right before the boundary lines of West Monroe. And if you blink, you miss it. You don't even know there's houses out there because there's a little patch of woods and then our houses and then the city limits. And uh, so no one goes down that loop either. And so the the old ladies who've been here since 1987, when it was, you know, when they first built the roads and she went, there hasn't been a cop out here ever. We've never had any crime. And true enough, there's nothing that goes down. Now I do see some some suspicious people uh biking, but he always says hello. He always says hello to me to make sure to let me know he's not suspicious. But he know he knows he's hey, I'm not from around here. He said, I'm just biking through, but man, y'all got a nice neighborhood. He's didn't know and he said that twice to me. I think he's doing that so no one gets, you know, like, why are you why are you biking around our loop? But he just likes it because it's, you know, there's no traffic. And and the traffic that goes to that loop, they live there, so no one's speeding through it. Either way, though, and uh, did we have anything stolen? We never had anything stolen around our house when we lived in uh, Monroe. But uh, uh, my mother-in-law's car, uh, we, she went with us on a trip for a week, and it, her car did get break broken into every maybe twice a year, once a year, or whatever. Uh, I, it's these people who live in these apartments. Uh, these kids would go in, smash windows, and grab whatever they could, and uh, or they just smash windows and see what they could get, which was nothing in my mother in law's car. So I'd never seen it happen. I'd heard it happen maybe once a year, twice a year. But we 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 have an enclosed garage. So they never they left us alone. Uh, and most people have cameras now to catch them, and they got them on video. So I don't know if the cops go and get them, but um, that's the only time it happened it happened to my uh, mother in law. But we never had any break ins or anything like that. My brother had break ins into the house. Um, you know, where he, in in his part of the woods, but his part was kind of sketch, like uh it's you know it's it's a kind of a it's kind of laid back area, but there's there's a little bit of crime there every once in a while, so it's kind of crazy there uh, certain places have higher crime than others, but uh it's just a little petty stuff, but we're still that t- that's still like top ten in crime uh West Monroe, where I live, is much lower. I don't think they're anywhere near the thing, but that's because it's a smaller town. And the police are just better here. (laughs) You know, they cut down on that. There's not really, uh, there probably is a bad, oh, is there a bad side of town? When I think about West Monroe, there really isn't. There's some rundown buildings, but they're basically just poor people that live there. Of course, poor people create crimes. But I don't think anything, I haven't heard of anything like that bad happening. But anyway, look at me getting uh, tuned up, I mean, all. Uh, talking about crime. That's nice. Um, it's funny because one of my friends wants me to move to, um, she said, um, what did she want me to move? She wanted me to move to Phoenix. And she has been trying to get me to move for, to Phoenix for quite some time. And uh, uh, she 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 showed me a report about my town is number one in crime per capita. And then I returned uh, and sent one to her. At that point in West Phoenix, there was a serial killer. <laughs> At least we don't have serial killers. Murder is not the top thing. It's petty theft. <laughs> <laughs> As the number one crime, uh, not many murders, not many, and if there are shootings and stabbings and stuff like that, they're all done on the south side. Um, gang wars or whatnot, which is not anywhere on the other side. no one no one uh, would you know purposely would try to get a place down there um, or by campus. campus, the college campus is just a cesspool, cesspool of crime. Around there, And I don't know why they can't just police more, but I don't know. I'm not the Monroe police department, so I can't really talk about it. In fact, why am I talking about this? This doesn't make me feel cool. You know what made me feel cool? Moving on to the next one. <laughs> a shark tooth ne- necklace. I had a shark tooth necklace and by golly, Miss Molly, did I love that shark tooth necklace. <laughs> I loved it so much. I loved it so much. Um, that was my jam. That was my jam. Uh, I remember my mom would not let me get one. She wouldn't let me buy one. But I found a shark tooth next. Now, look, it just had the shark tooth with a little metal wire for a loop. But it was missing the chain. So someone's chain got busted. And the shark tooth just fell into the sand or at the beach house we were renting or whatnot. I can't remember. But I found it, I remember. I can't remember where. But I found it at the beach. Maybe it was at the beach house. Or maybe. I don't remember. Anyway, someone's chain obviously busted. But I was like, oh, shark tooth. So here's how bad I wanted that shark tooth, the necklace. I got a piece of string. Yes, a piece of regular string and tied it a knot long enough for me to loop it over my um, my neck. It was way too long, too. It was way too long a string because I want to make sure it got around my big head. So it's kind of dangling midway through my chest here. But I always kept it outside my shirt. To, uh, string with a little shark tooth on. And, oh, man, I was, yeah, I, ooh. 13, 14, 15 at this point. I mean, old enough maybe to know better. But I just thought that was just so cool, that shark tooth necklace. And I'd make sure people saw that I had a shark tooth necklace. My mom saw it. She went, what is that? I went, shark tooth, we could wear it at the beach. It was fine to wear at the beach. She didn't like necklaces on boys, but the beach was like a shark tooth. And so she let me wear it. And I was like, yeah. So I got to wear it at the beach. I'd wear it at the beach all the time. Every year I'd keep it. Sometimes I'd wear it out when my mom didn't know I was going out with my shark tooth necklace. Uh, but still string, little white string around it. Cause I could thread the uh, thing, uh, wire with the string. And, uh, but at the beach wear it proudly for like two years. That's why I said 13, 14, 14, 15. That's when I wore it. And I was just the proudest guy. With my uh, necklace. I remember my brother had a Braves gold necklace. And back then, some of the Braves players wore gold chains. And he got away with wearing it every once in a while. He tucked it under his shirt and then would bring it out when he'd go out with his friends. And I did think that was pretty cool his Braves gold chain necklace, but, uh, usually necklaces we weren't allowed to buy as kids. Uh, but even the, uh, white stone, little flat stone necklace. I, th- I have one of those. I used to think they were cool. My wife bought me one. So in, uh, at the beach, I usually wear it. I don't wear it anytime else than that. In fact, oddly enough, I have tons of necklaces. I have tons of necklaces. I used to wear necklaces all the friggin' time. In fact, two years ago, I think it was, I took turns well, every three months or t- every month, I think, because I think I have 12 necklaces at the time. And I would wear a different necklace every month. That's what it was. I wear a different. I had 12 necklaces. I don't know how many I have. They're all in the cabinet now. You know, I have Mets, had an Auburn one. I think that one broke. Um, had a uh, Never Ending Story one, uh, my beach one, the white little flat stones. Uh, what else do I have? I can't remember, but I have just tons of necklaces. I used to have, oh, the one ring from Lord of the Rings. I thought that was cool gosh maybe i only have six i can't remember what my other necklaces are and a bracelet i only wear one now uh and the one bracelet is from my wife she got me one with all the kids names on them i like that and then i wore a ring on my ring i got mets championship you know mets world series and mets whatever they went to the well uh, <laughs> in nationally League, National League championship the last time with mike piazza and everyone Year 2000 maybe um i got that one and which other one did I get? I um, can remember. I want to say there's another ring I got. But anyway, I don't wear it. I used to wear some of the rings. Not the championship rings, but I can't remember what was the ring I used to wear. I can't remember, but I used to wear it all the time and then stopped. Uh, oh, I lost it. I lost it, whatever it was. What did it say on it? I can't remember, but I lost it. And when I bought another one, it was way too big. So I can't wear it. So I was like, dang, because I can't figure out. I got a ring sizer to see, but I got one way too big. And I don't even know what ring size I got now, so I can't order another one. So done with rings and jewelry and stuff like crap like that. Everyone I, I mean I kind of would go back wearing my I kinda would go back to wear my uh um necklaces again, maybe if I had the time. Another thing I don't wear anymore, now that I got time to kill here, I don't wear caps. I have a whole box, big cardboard box full of caps. I never wear them anymore. I used to wear them all the friggin' time. And I don't anymore. And the sun gets in my eyes too. Now, I can never find my shades. They pop up every once in a while. But yeah, I just don't wear caps anymore. But I used to wear caps all the friggin' time. And I have tons of Auburn caps, Mets caps, Red Wings caps, all sorts of caps. Don't wear caps anymore. Nope, not my thing. All right, so uh, that was number three. Okay, number two that made me feel cool. And this was a hard one between number one and number two. But number two is my blue jean jacket. Oh, Oh, I have a I do have another blue jean jacket. My wife doesn't like it when I wear it. She bought it for me. And you know, the one I had is sixteen. I was sixteen. Now I was still wearing it. This is the mid to late nineties now. I was still wearing it. You know the '80s had come and gone, but I still thought that blue jean jacket was cool. I remember the last time I wore it was probably 16, and I remember I went, the last place I wore it out. I went. I, we had to go to college, the college campus for something. I said, like, "Ooh, college! why well, I got to dress up for this." And I put on my blue jean jacket, <laughs> and I felt so cool. I felt so cool with my blue jean jacket and bl- wearing blue jeans. By the way, denim, 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 all the way. And uh, so I got my. Uh, but anyway, I grew out of the blue jean jacket. It was getting a little tight at 16. I realized. I rolled up the sleeves because the sleeves were too uh, short then, but the jacket was getting a little tight. So I was like, oh, I can't wear this anymore. And I still have that original jacket that's all, it has buttons and patches on it. Um, my other blue jean jacket doesn't, and that's because I cannot find, and we, we lost it in the move. I'm so mad about it, unless it's, uh it could be in one of the boxes in stores. I think it may know. But if I find it again, I'm going to get it. I bought online on eBay all four Cub Scout, badge, uh, Cub Scout badges, the Bobcat, wolf, bear, and Weeblos. So Weeblos badge. And I wanted to put those on the side of my new blue jean jacket. Not my old one. <laughs> I'm talking about my new one. Plus 45-year-old man wearing that jacket. And I got to wear it a few times. I remember when we were doing a, a, a show called Christmas Carol. The guy showed up. College kid showed up in a blue jean jacket. Cool college kid, too. He had the long, flowy hair, tall, kind of muscly. And I was like, wait. I said, are blue jean jackets anyway? And he went, bro. Blue jean jackets are cool. And I was like, I'm wearing mine. So I, he said, come on, do it. So we wore that blue jean jacket. I wore my blue jean jacket every practice. My wife goes, what are you doing? I was like, ah, hey, so the cool guy, the cool kid at college has it. Now I have one too. Boy, do I love it. And that was the last time I wore it. It was two years ago. <laughs> was it two two or three years ago? May have been three years ago. It was, no, no, December of 2021. That was when the last it. Now I still have it. Do I wear it now? No. But only because there's just not a time – it's not – it doesn't keep you warm. Jackets don't keep me warm. Coats keep me warm. I want to keep warm with the coat. And there's not really a time unless it's, you know, somewhat chilly. But then if I want a jacket, I usually just wear my flannel shirts, which are warm enough. Or um, I got some quick jackets. Like I got a Mets and a – well, I really like my Mets win jacket. So I usually wear that one. But, um, yeah, I'd, I'd probably don the blue jean jacket again. Would I feel cool again? You bet your bottom dollar I would. (laughs) that'd be so cool. So cool. So cool. Um, but blue jean jacket number two. Okay. Number one, I'm having more fun with this than I thought I would. All right. Number one, this came to me just recently. I cannot remember why. Um, I must've watched a video or something. I was like, oh my gosh, I remember when those were cool. It says, you know, things that aren't in production anymore. And the number one is a Waltman. If you don't know what a Waltman was, you youngins, Waltman's is you put a tape in there, you put your headset, you know, connect your little headset to your head, walk around, play that tape, play in the tape, it clip on to your belt or your pants pocket. If you weren't wearing a belt you know, or your pants, you just clip on and then you could walk anywhere and play that music and then pop the tape over to play side B and then pop it back over to play side A. I got a Waltman. And. I wore that thing out. Those batteries were just worn out all the time. i play tapes all, the time, and I'd just go for a walk, playing my tape, bobbing my head, just to have. Nowadays, it's common to have music on the run, but back in the day, back in the day, if you wanted to listen to music, you had to sit there by the tape player, by the record player, which I did, and we'd sit there and just listen to me. It's so weird because I never do this now. We used to sit around and just listen to music and just talk. I mean, oh, listen to this song. Yes. Awesome. And we just listened to records and tapes. Well, then with a the Walkman, you can walk anywhere and, you know, have to. Ta- and I remember one of the first, no, the first tape. My mom had a Barry Manilow blues album. What? Yes. And I'd listen to that one a lot. And then I'd switch it out with other things. We didn't have our own music back then. We had mom and dad's music. But the Barry Manilow blues album was the coolest. My brother, I remember, took it. He took it, uh, when he went up to uh, college, because he thought that was a really cool tape, uh, and now you can get it on Amazon Music. So I'll listen to that. I think it's called Men on Blue Street." And I've still listened to it every once in a while. It's, it's nice. It brings back good memories. I remember, but I remember when I hear the first song, I can remember how it sounded in my Walkman and how I juke my head and walk. I clearly remember walking down, just like I am the coolest person ever because I got a Walkman. <laughs> I did, man. I was like. I'm the coolest person in the world. There's no one cooler right now than me with my Waltman. And, of course, by the time I got into music, I didn't have Waltmans. They had the CD, portable CDs. And, well, I mean, they still had Waltmans. But I got that portable CD player. It was not as good. It would skip a lot. Um, it wasn't done as well as the tapes. In fact, I hated when tapes left. I love tapes better than CDs. I never love CDs. Oh, CDs sound more clear. I want my tape. CDs are great. No, because CDs, you can skip songs. You have to fast forward. That's nice. But if you scratch that CD ever so slightly, it was never going to work again. Sure, you could buy those little CD cleaning kits, and they never worked—at least for me. Because it was a hard scrape. You know, you dropped it on gravel. You didn't you nicked it. You can't clean. You can't clean up a nick. You know, or a hard scratch. And after a while, the sides of them, the outer edges, would ruin. If you left it out in the sun, it could be ruined. You know, yeah, why would you leave it out in the sun? You left it on the dashboard in your car when you were switching out CDs and forgot. So CDs always ruined for me. And I never really loved the CD player, Um, you know, the MP3s and stuff like that, the uh, iPods and stuff. I I never got into those. And I skipped straight to streaming, you know, which now is the thing for everything now, which I love. So I don't love tapes anymore, but I love the tape over the CD all day long. Um, But also, there's a lot of nostalgia put in there because you can listen. Oh, we made mixtapes all the time. We would record songs from the radio, from the favorite radio station, and we played those tapes. My brother recorded a live, they used to do on radio live concerts. They record live concerts. And there's this live concert with all of our favorite bands singing their songs live, which was a different type of uh, way they sung it originally from the album. I listen to that tape all the time. Then we would make our own tapes, our own little joke radio shows and stuff. And I would listen to those. And I think I still have one. I need to f- see if I'm firing again, but uh, of our little joke ones we used to do all the time. But I listen to those in my Walkman too. So Walkman has to be number one for me because it was just I I, I just on cloud nine when I had my Walkman on. That's what I was like. All right, folks. So there's top five things that made me feel cool. Oh look at that. Oh right on. Oh, oh right on. Right there near the half hour point. All right. So what I need from you folks to tell me now. It doesn't matter what you thought was cool. Don't be embarrassed. What are just a few things? You don't have to give me five. You don't have to give me an order. What were a few things that you thought made you super cool? You know what was it? Some, some. Oh, by, by the way, honorable mentions. It, it was called, they were called Jinko jeans. I don't know if anyone remembers. They are like bell bell bottom jeans in a way, baggy jeans. I never had one, but if I wanted them so bad, my parents would never buy me it. But I wanted them so bad because I thought they I thought they were so cool. I thought they were so cool. And the other there's there was one other thing I never got. Or if I would, if I would have thought it was cool, and I kept Massimo. There's a Massimo shirts. I may have had one, and I wore that thing out. But uh, if you had a Massimo shirt, that was really cool back in the day. You see things <laughs> those those two brands, not Nike, <laughs> Massimo and Ginko Jeans. <laughs> I used to think they were super cool. <laughs> uh, so funny how the things we think were cool. Well, I think all these things are still cool today. So screw you. All right, folks. That's it for now. Hopefully, next week, I keep pitching this, but next week, I think, I hope, I pray, Benjamin will come back and we'll hear all about his adventures and what he's been doing. Folks, I will see you next time. For the last time, I'm going to be doing this, I guess, until Benjamin gets here. Saturday morning, Flinch.